0: Welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. You know, today we are talking all about how to teach your kids to be givers. And truthfully, as a mom, I can't think of anything more that I want my kids to take away from me than to be kind and to give to other people. I mean, yes, I do want them to be smart and I want them to go on to have great successes. But the thing that matters most is truly what's in their heart and the way that they treat other people. Now, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Typically, when I'm planning out the podcast episodes that I want to do, I meet people that I want to have them on the show, and I kind of just let them choose the topic. Whatever it is that is in their level of expertise, that's what I want them to talk about. But for this episode, I knew that I wanted to talk about ways of teaching our kids to be givers, and I went searching for the perfect person to talk about this conversation, So it was a little bit backwards for me than what I typically do. Typically, I find the person, and then we discuss what the topic's going to be, where in this case, I knew what the topic was going to be, and then I had to find the person to talk with us about the subject. And you know what? I didn't have to look far because the very first person that I thought of was a guest that we've had on in a previous episode almost two years ago, and her name is Heather Wilson. Now, the reason why Heather was really the first person that came to my mind is because she's one of the founders of a Christian crowdfunding company called Give, Send, Go. Now, I'm a huge fan of Give, Send, Go. It's a lot like other crowdfunding sites that maybe you've heard of, like GoFundMe, the biggest difference is, is that this is a free platform. There's no extra fees or anything like that. And they r- work really hard to keep all of the credit card transaction fees really low. So the money all goes to the cause that you're giving it to. I love Give, Send, Go. I've started campaigns for friends that are in need and I give a lot to other campaigns that are on there as well. But beyond just what the company does, I knew Heather was the right person for this conversation because she's one of 12 siblings, and her parents taught her and all of them how to give. And so what better way to learn how to teach our kids to give than by someone who was taught by their parents to be such a huge giver that they start a company all about giving. Now, if you're new to the show, then welcome. I'm so glad that you found us. But typically what we do for Your Life Rocks is we are talking about the eight main life rocks that we're all trying to balance and juggle as working moms. And one of them happens to be parenting. And another of them is faith. And any time that we can combine any of those pillars to really focus and grow, I say it's kind of a win-win. So I love this topic about teaching our kids how to give because it really does shine the light back at us first. Now if you're a returning listener, thanks so much for coming on back. You know that this show, we try to keep it very action, very practical. So you are gonna be getting tips, things that you can really start doing right away to help teach your kids how to give. And really, as this episode goes live, it's right before Christmas time, so it's the perfect time to be starting this conversation with your kids and being intentional as you start to move into 2018. Because it's right on top of topic, you hear about it and you see it everywhere we go. So it's a great opportunity just to start walking out some of the things that we're talking about in this episode. Now, speaking of Christmas time, we're also in the middle of a bit of a series for Thursdays all about holiday sanity. And this Thursday. We're going to be talking about ways that you can grow closer to God as we grow closer to Christmas. So I hope you hit subscribe so you don't miss that episode or any of the future episodes that we have as we start to go into the new year. We're going to be talking a lot about living with intention in a greater way and a different way than maybe you have before. Now, I really love the conversation that I was able to have with Heather. I think both of us in the midst of the conversation really had our eyes open on ways that we as a parent, as a mom, can really be showing our kids how to be givers in all new ways. I know it kind of changed my perspective a little bit, changed my attitude a little bit, leaving the conversation that I had with her and the way that I just show up each and every single day. And so it's my hope and prayer that you would experience that same thing. Now, I do have to let you know, unfortunately, the audio file from Heather and I's conversation had something happen to it. I don't know what. I'm not an audio engineer by any means, but it just was not playable for you. Now, I was able to salvage that last little part of our conversation, and so you'll have that at the very end. But rather than just scrapping this topic altogether, because there was so much wisdom that came from Heather and our time together, that I was able to take all of that and put together three main topics and share some of the stories and ideas that we talked about so that you can take that conversation and apply it. Now, because the conversation was so rich and so good, I'm still working on cleaning up the file, and I plan on adding it inside of our membership. Life Balance membership as soon as it is available. Now, I'm sure you've experienced something like this before, right? When you have the best laid plans, things start to turn out really great, and then something happens and it falls through. And whenever that happens, we have choices that we can make, right? So I had a choice of just replaying a past episode. I had a choice of doing nothing and just skipping the episode or trying to figure out something else. And so I tried to figure out something else, which was just me recapping the conversation. Now, I kind of told you why I wanted to have Heather on for this conversation. And, you know, before we started recording, she posted to Facebook asking all of her Facebook friends and family what their recommendations were when you're wanting to teach your kids to be givers. And I thought it was so perfect. that The very first person who commented on her thread were, in fact, her parents. Because that's where she learned it all from. And that's what makes us all such a legacy is it's something that we teach our kids that then can turn around and have such a bigger impact. So when we talk about kingdom building, that's exactly what this is when we are teaching our kids to be givers and to think outside of themselves. So as you start to teach your kids this, the number one first tip that Heather shared was was to go first, to be a giver yourself. You know, she learned how to be a giver. Her siblings learned how to be a giver because her parents were givers. And now she's teaching her kids that same lesson by being a giver herself. And one of the things that her dad actually put on the Facebook post is to let your kids see you be a joyful giver, not just giving out of obligation or giving out of the extras in life, but really giving in everyday life and giving with a joyful heart and knowing and understanding that it's what we are called to do. That giving is really a mandate from God, that that's how we should be living our life. Now, this is one of those things that is easier said than done. And if you've listened to the show for any period of time, then you know I really like to challenge you. And to be honest, I think Heather kind of challenged me and my heart a little bit as we were having this discussion, and I think as we were both talking about it, she was challenged a little bit as well. You know, it is Christmas time. It's such a busy time, and we started into the discussion on just the small things that we can do in our everyday life to show our kids what giving really looks like, that it's not always financial, that it really has a lot to do with our heart and our attitude and our perspective as we're out and about. And in the conversation, we talked about when we are out Christmas shopping, for example, and someone steals our parking spot and the different choices that we have and how we react and how we can really model that for our children. I know for me, I am super guilty of not always modeling the best behavior when something like that happens. Or when someone cuts me off in traffic or they break a law, whether it's a real law or just a common courtesy law that I've made up in my head, but I don't always react in the very best way. But those little things in life, those little things that we can choose to let aggravate us or we can choose to use them as a lesson to model for our kids in the way that we are to treat one another, the way that we um, can be kind to one another. And really, that is what giving is all about. It's not so much the exchange of property or the exchange of funds, but it's just having that attitude and that perspective that's outside of ourselves. Rather than being so focused on ourselves and are we going to get the best parking spot, are we going to get to that shortest checkout line at the store, or are we going to be kind and look at other people and, and make sure that our perspective is always including them and not just solely focused on ourselves, our own needs. And both Heather and I admitted like it's so hard, especially as a working mom, we are always go, 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 always in a rush, always hurried, always busy on to the next thing. And sometimes we can miss those opportunities to either model for our kids or just to show up for ourselves and be obedient to the calling that God has for us and the way that we're supposed to live our life because those opportunities abound around us every single day. But that's where we have to teach our kids and teach ourselves to slow down, be able to see when those opportunities are around us so that we can then act on them. And that brings me right into point number two, as far as teaching your kids to think outside of themselves. You know, I asked her the question during our interview time, what is the right age to really start teaching your kids to be givers? And Heather said, you know, as soon as they start interacting with the outside world, you know, she has a three-year-old and watching her three-year-old play with toys and other kids is a perfect opportunity to teach them to share, to teach them that you can still have joy for other people's happiness. You know, watching someone else play with a toy and getting joy from that, there's a way of getting joy for that for yourself. You know, when you're looking at your own toys, really thinking about, you know, they might actually enjoy playing with this too. and just planting those little seeds in your kids' minds. But she also pointed out, you know, it's never too late. So if you have kids that are older than three, (laughs) like I do, you still have time to teach them to be givers. Of course you do, right? You just have to look for those opportunities to have those conversations with them so that they can start to see that outside perspective and teach them all the different ways that they can give. You know, for me, just teaching my kids to pray for other people Asking them, who would you like to pray for? And it's not always about a need, right? Because sometimes we can get so focused on filling those needs that are around us or praying for people that are in need, which is a great thing to do. But to change that perspective about giving and having it be joyful giving is to also pray for people who have awesome things happening for them. Praise God. While you're doing prayer time with your kids, for other kids that are having successes or good things that are happening to them, anything that gets them focused outside of just me, 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 what's happening in my life, well, to help to to grow them into being great givers. The other thing we talked about was service, and she shared a story uh, about teaching her kids to be of service to others um one of her neighbors had a bunch of wood delivered and it was just kind of you know dumped outside of her home and she saw that out her window and so she told her kids it you know it might be a good idea if you went over there and stacked that wood for her and for the kids at the time they just they just saw it as a chore something that mom is making us do of course like what kid wants to go and just stack wood right but they went and they did it. And she said it took them probably about an hour to complete the, the job. But when the neighbor came out and they were able to see how much she appreciated that and the difference that they were able to make for her and her day and her life, that's when it clicked for them. That's when they no longer saw it as just a chore that my mom is making me do They were really able to see the impact of that. And I think as parents, the more we can show that impact of behavior and outcome for our kids, the better developed they are to connect to their outside world, both in becoming a giver and just becoming a great human being that's going to contribute to society. And, you know, even after the interview with Heather, I kind of started thinking about, You know, different love languages that my kids have and teaching them to give within that love language can be a really rewarding thing too and maybe make it a little easier. You know, I think that we're all equipped to give in all different forms, whether it be financial or acts of service or appreciation or just praying. But when we're teaching our kids to give, if we know what their love language is and we can start to illustrate for them on ways that they can give for others that are in alignment with that, it might be an easier transition from being so self Centered and selfish, as we are all born as sinners, as we all are, but really getting them to think more about the outside world and other people. I know, for example, my older son, he is such an active service guy. I mean, he is the kid that if there's grocery carts all over the parking lot and we're in a hurry and it's raining, I'm like, get in the cart. And he's like, I gotta go put these carts away. Like, he always wants to serve other people. He's always looking for things that he can do to clean up or help at church. He wants to work at the food pantry. I mean, anything that involves serving other people in a physical way, he is all about. Now, my younger son, not necessarily the case. (laughs) So I think knowing your kids and knowing what their love language is, knowing what their strengths are is a great way to open up that conversation. And again, Even though my younger son does not like to do acts of service, he still needs to learn to do acts of service because I want him to be a full rounded out giver. You know, the other way that we teach our kids how to give, and I think that this is probably the one that we often think of the most, is through finances. Now, most kids don't have a huge stream of income coming into their life, and if they do, it probably comes from you, right? So, it is an opportunity for us to model that just in the way that we're giving them allowance, the way that we are operating with money around them. But she shared a really great story of something that her parents did while they were growing up. And remind you, they had, a, she had like 11 or 12 siblings. I can't remember exactly how many, but 11 or 12, a lot. And her parents came to them all at Christmas time and gave them envelopes and pieces of paper. And they said, this is how much money we have budgeted for your Christmas present to each of them. And gave them the opportunity to write on the piece of paper and put it in the envelope how much they wanted the parents to give for them. So, you know, this is how much we're going to spend on you. If you want to donate any of that to anybody or anything, you can write that amount on this piece of paper and let us know what you want to do with that money, who you want to give it to, and we'll take care of that for you. I mean, imagine a kid giving away their Christmas money, money that's going to go to buying them Christmas gifts to benefit other people. And like Heather said, it was an envelope system because there were no judgment. There was no strings attached. There was no, you have to do anything. It was just purely an option of giving. And you could give a little, you could give a lot, you could give nothing, you could give all of it. It didn't really matter. But they gave that opportunity to the kids to be able to give financially in that way. And Heather says, you know, after experiencing that as a child and now as a grown-up looking back on that, she also can appreciate the great exercise that that is and knowing where the heart is of your child. Are they someone that maybe you need to work with a little bit more in the giving department? Or are they just someone who's like all into giving and it doesn't necessarily... Or are they someone that's just all into giving? It really does give you a better insight so you as a parent can feel more equipped on how you can best support them as you train them to be givers. Now, for me personally, I really love that story and I kind of wish I wasn't already done with my Christmas shopping. Otherwise, I would do that with my kids. But you know, I thought what a great thing to do at any occasion that they're going to be getting gifts, whether it be another holiday or their birthday, just to be able to give them that opportunity to be able to donate that money to something that they wish to, to do. All right. So number one, we talked about going first and being that model of what a happy giver looks like for your kids in big things and in small things. Number two, we talked about different ways of teaching your kids to think outside themselves. And number three, way of teaching your kids to be givers is to create opportunities for them to give. You know, I just shared that story about how Heather's parents gave them that opportunity around Christmas time with money to give. But really, there's so many missed opportunities that if we just pause and we try to be more intentional about this with our kids, there's so many other ways that we can give, You know, as we were talking about the opportunities that we have with our kids, you know, we talked about those everyday activities of just going out and about and making it a fun thing between you and your kids. So before you go out on those errands, before you leave the car, even just model praying for your kids that God would put the right people in your path that you could bless and it doesn't have to be a long prayer. It can be really short, really to the point, but you're showing your kids that it's all connected, right? That God can use you to bless other people and allowing them to see other people the way that God sees them, that God loves them, and how God can use them to show them his love through their actions. It's all connected. And the more we can we can paint that picture for our kids that they're a part of something so much bigger and their actions matter to something so much bigger, it can have such a deeper, richer impact. So say that short prayer and then go out into the world, go out into the store and find opportunities. Maybe challenge your kids. Like, let's see who can find the most opportunities to bless someone inside the store. Or as, together as a family, let's see if we can, we can bless people in 20 different ways and maybe it's little things like holding the door open for someone or paying someone a compliment or putting their shopping cart back. Whatever it is, but count those things and show your kids and make it something fun. And then when you're done, you can debrief about it. You can, you can ask them questions like, hey, did you see her face when you gave the compliment, how it just lit up? I really think you made her day. Because when they can start making that connection to how good it feels to be a giver, how good it feels to have an impact on someone else's life by their own actions, that gets addicting and it's contagious because then when other people around them see what they're doing, what they're experiencing, they're going to want to do it too. And that's the kind of stuff that makes the world such a better place. That's the impact we can have as parents when we can teach our kids to be givers by giving them those opportunities. And, you know, Heather and I, we were talking about how, you know, we don't want to give just because of what we get out of it. And we want to make sure that our kids understand that as well. But I also think it's important that we recognize and we teach our kids to recognize that that feeling that we get deep down in our gut when we are giving and we're blessing people and we get that feeling, that euphoria, that, That is really what it feels like when we're in alignment with what God's will is for us. That's that feeling of knowing that we are on the right track with what God would have us do and living our life in a way that's according to the way he commands us to do it. That joy is the joy of the Lord and we can teach our kids how wonderful that is through something so simple and so attainable through giving. And that same feeling, that joy of the Lord that they can get through giving, they can get that in other ways when they live their life in obedience to God and his will for their life. And really, I can't think of a better lesson to teach our kids than to connect with that feeling. And because everything is connected and because everything just comes right back around, remember number one, <laughs> the number one tip to teaching your kids to be givers was to be give, to be a giver yourself. And just like we create opportunities for our kids to be givers and and to experience that I truly believe and Heather agrees we had this conversation together uh, that our Heavenly Father gives us opportunities as well and we can choose to be too busy and just to like let them pass us by and not really use those opportunities to be in alignment with God or we can choose to see them and to be a giver Whether our kids are watching us or not, our Heavenly Father gives us those same opportunities to give, to bless other people, to use our gifts in a way that further the kingdom. So when you are thinking about your kids becoming givers, it really does start with ourselves, whether our kids are watching or not, whether our kids know about it or not. It's the heart and it's that perspective that matters. And so when we can get that right with us first, then we can start to see that within our kids and really everyone around us. Now, as promised... Uh, I asked Heather about her Bible verse and, you know, the audio is not super great, so you'll have to bear with it, but it is such a great story and I wanted you to hear it from her and her own words. Really, everything we talked about was so incredible. I mean, Heather is amazing. Give, send, go is so amazing. But again, the audio just was not working properly. So we are working on getting that cleaned up and we'll be adding it to Life Balance membership. But I want you to hear in her words her Bible verse, why it's her Bible verse. And it's such a great story. So here's Heather with that. And then I will be back in just a bit with a little bit more for you. As we're rounding out this conversation, I know we've been talking a lot about God and his will and and really his presence in this whole giving nature. Uh what Bible verse do you have for us for this episode as we have this conversation?
1: You know, it's funny. My life verse, or what I would call my life verse, was always Hebrews thirteen five b. Because when I was a kid, we, or was probably a young teenager, I learned that God said, "Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you." And so that has always been something that a verse that I was like, "That's my life verse, Knowing that no matter what, God's not going to leave me or forsake me. And then one time I was talking to my dad about it, and he's like, "Oh, that's my life verse." And I was like, "It is. Like, how come I never?" knew that like that's funny and and I said yeah never will I leave you or never or forsake you and he said but what about the first part of the verse and I was like huh what about it I always (laughs) just say the end because I learned it I learned it as a kid and that was the part you know that stuck with me that God would never leave me or forsake me and so this was just a couple years ago and I so he he told me what it was I looked it up and it says Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have, because God said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. And so it's great, like even being a part of Give, Send, Go and seeing people put needs on there and and seeing um, people be givers and senders and goers. it's such a good verse for me, like never did I even know that the whole verse was going to tie so much into my life that it says, keep your lives free from the love of money. And that's, if you're a giver, you're learning that money's not everything. You you have to hold it loosely. Be content mm-hmm. with what you have. And why do we be content? Why do we not let money run our lives? Because The important thing is that God won't leave us and forsake us. Money will leave us and forsake us, but God won't. We need to be content with what we have, knowing that God will never leave us or forsake us. So I thought that was a cool, that's my life verse. and. And I thought it kind of tied in
0: with what we were talking about. That is such a good word. Isn't that amazing, too, that it, that was your life first forever? And then just a couple <laughs> of years ago, your dad's like, uh, what about the first part? And then, like, the first part is what brings it, like, so perfectly into I know your reality of this life that God has given you. What a beautiful moment.
1: It was, it was like, funny. I was like, really? How come I've never really, I just always... I will never leave you or forsake you. Like that's my verse. God's never gonna leave me or forsake me. But I'm like, he's like, yeah. There's more to more to, more to that. I'm like, yeah. I do know that it's B. I don't know why I would even just pick a verse that's B. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the second half
0: of that verse. <laughs> we
1: just pick and Exactly, exactly. So
0: I love it. Well, Heather, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing so much of this great wisdom with us. I think it's been such a blessing. Now, if people want to learn more about Give, Send, Go, maybe set up a campaign or to do like what I'm going to be doing with my family every month and and finding a place that we can give uh, to someone out there on your site, how can they learn more about you?
1: Well, first, they can just go to givesendgo.com. It's three words all put together give sendgo.com and you can just view the map and see all the campaigns all over the world. You can just scroll through different categories. If you want to see people who are adopting or see people who are on missions trips or all different, you know, there's all these different categories you could look through. If you want to start a campaign, you just click at the top and say, start now. And it will walk you through the process. If you have any questions, you can click the contact us button and, um, get in touch with us, ask us any questions that you may have. And you can also sign up on our homepage. There is a space for subscribing to our mailing list. So if you want to hear, you know, any new features or any, anything new that's coming out with Give, send, Go, any, some encouragement, um, just put your email in there and you'll be added to our mailing list. Um, we won't spam you and send you a lot of crazy stuff. You can always unsubscribe if you don't like it. But anyway, so that's where you can find out more, give, send, go.com. Um, and you can just, it's really cool. As you look at it, there's a scrolling bar and it just tells like different people that are being givers right as we speak. You know, Jackie just gave $100 and Margaret just gave $50. And, you know, it's cool to just sit there and watch and, and pray over those different missions that are going, going on right now.
0: Mm, yes, absolutely. I love that so much. And um, I'm going to say this, I, I I don't know if you necessarily would, maybe you would, because you're such a, a great ambassador for the company, but I would just encourage everybody, if this is your first time hearing about Give, Send, Go, or maybe you've listened to the other podcast episode, you've heard about it, but spread the word, share it on your social media cha- channels. Um, let other Christians know that this service is out there. Again, when you, when you give money, we want to have a large portion, if not all of that money, go to what we're giving it to and not be taken in fees and all of these other things. And that's really what Give, and Go is all about. So as Christians, I feel like we should be supporting your organization more as we're giving versus other ways uh, that there might be more fees and transaction fees and things like that with other companies that do uh, crowdfunding like this. So um, I'm just asking all of my listeners to really support Give, Send, Go, share them as a a great resource with your other Christian friends and family and people who follow you on social media.
1: Well, thank you so much for that because it is, it's exciting to start seeing the Christian community rally around what we're doing and saying, you know what, there is a need. Um, There is a need and it's great that we're able to offer what we do for free um our platform um where so many others like you said charge for using using them we try to you know keep our fees as low as possible our processing fees um and every month any donations that get given to gifts give, and go um, we give 10% back to campaigns on the site so that's our fun time of looking each month and going ooh okay, how much did we make last month? What can we give back? And praying over who we should be giving to. So it is, it's a fun, it's, it's definitely rewarding to, to see um, Christians all over the world spreading hope. And that's really what we're all
0: about. I love it. Well, keep doing what you're doing. I'm a huge fan of everything that you're doing and you've been such a huge blessing to me and to my family. So thank you.
1: Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure speaking. We'll have to do it again sometime, a couple more years.
0: (laughs) Pretty great story, huh? I'm telling you guys, I love Give, Send, Go. One of the things that my family is doing as we move into 2018, our word is to be more intentional. That's both my word for Your Life Rocks. That's my word for myself personally. And one of the ways that we are being more intentional is we're really being more intentional with the ways that we bless other people and the way that we can give to other people. And so as a family, we have agreed to go above and beyond our tithing to bless other people. And the way that we're going to do that is we have it worked into our budget a certain amount. And every month we will sit down as a family. We will look on to Give, Send, Go and and find a campaign that we can bless. We can pray over them. And for me, it's a way of teaching my kids that sometimes we have to give without seeing the outcome without knowing the outcome. Because when we can do nice things for someone while we're out and about or give money to someone that we know, we can see that benefit. But I want them to start to give out of faithfulness, to give out of knowing that God is going to take that and bless that and do amazing things with it. That It's not always about the outcome. It's not about who's receiving that. It's truly about doing it because God called us to. And that is it. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me during this podcast episode. And if you haven't done so yet already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you can keep getting all of the intentional podcasts that are intentionally designed to help you as a working Christian mom to create more balance in your life. Now, I also have some awesome, fun, free things coming for you that week between Christmas and New Year to help you really reflect on 2017 and to set some strong intentions for 2018. I'm working on all kinds of tools and resources to help you set goals like you have never done before in a way that you probably have never done before. And I know it's gonna be really impactful. So I hope you head on over to our Facebook group. You can go to yourliferocks.com and click on community and get instant access right away Or just search us up in Facebook and you can find us there too. Now, on our next episode, we are going to be talking about ways that you can grow closer to God as we grow closer to Christmas. So until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.